Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow, and as always, I am thrilled to have you tuning in. Today, I'm going to share with you an abridged survival kit of sorts. I want to talk to you about the human experience and provide a little guidance to get you through this limited time that you have in this human flesh suit on this spinning globe. (laughs) Now, look, this might not be for all of you out there. If this human experience completely makes sense to you, your feelings are in check, your relationships are on point, and you are achieving everything you want in this life, then go ahead, skip to the next episode. But for those of you who struggle a bit with this human experience, this one's for you. Now, it's important to note there's no magic pill or elixir for life, but there definitely are some awareness tips and strategies to help you along the way. So today, I'm going to share with you the four R's that I think are key to understanding and engaging in the experience of being human. And those four R's are reality, reactions, relationships, and results. So I'm going to start with reality. The reality of being human is that everything we experience falls into one of five interrelated categories. And those categories are situations, thoughts, emotions, actions, and results. So um, you all might sound, this might sound familiar to you because I talked to the, about this in episode 22 on real wisdom. So if you want a more in-depth example or you want to go into this, refer back to episode 22. But for the purposes of today, I'll run through it briefly. And again, these are this is the reality, which is the situations, thoughts, emotions, actions, and results. And a situation is just a situ, it's just a circumstance. It's just a neutral, factual event, something that happens outside of us something someone did, something they said, something that's happened. And a situation has no emotional charge or meaning until you have a thought about it. And so the next part is a thought. This is one sentence and a phrase in our mind, and it gives everything all the meaning that it would have. Everything in our life gets its meaning from the thought. And that thought then creates an emotion or a feeling. And an emotion or a feeling is just a vibration in your body. And it is super, super important to pay attention to our emotions and feelings, even if you don't like it, because everything that we do or don't do is about a feeling that we want to have or a feeling or an emotion that we want to avoid. Right, So you want a big promotion at work because you think that you'll feel accomplished, successful, important, or valued. We think that we want a significant other because we think it'll make us feel loved or accepted. Or you want a trip to Bora Bora because you think you'll feel relaxed and blissed out. Or we don't ask our crush out for a date because we fear rejection. Right, So everything that we do is because we want to feel something or we avoid doing something because we don't want to feel something. Right, So the next piece of this puzzle is actions. This is everything that we do, don't do, our actions, our inactions that are based on our feelings. And then these actions we take give us the last piece, which is the result. This is what we get as a result of the actions or our lack thereof. So a quick example is a circumstance, that situation, that S line is a boss said, you need to step up your game. And he said this during a staff meeting where you had 15 other people in attendance, right? This is just a neutral event until you have a thought. It may be in this situation, your thought is, my boss is a jerk, right? And if you think that thought, then you feel angry. 
And when you feel angry thinking my boss is a jerk because he, he said you need to step up your game during a staff meeting, then you might take actions like talking about your boss, complaining about your boss, ruminating about what happened, or maybe you don't do your job very well. Maybe you snap at a coworker. Maybe you put off your tasks or to-do list for the day. And so the result that you create is you end up showing up like a jerk, right? And so we think that in this situation, you think, I feel angry because my boss said you need to step up your game, but you feel angry because you had a thought that my boss is a jerk, So this is the first R. This is reality. The reality is that our thoughts create our emotions, which generate our actions, which give us our results. And our results in our life are always evidence of the thought. So if you use this tool on a daily basis, you can transform the human experience. It helps you see things clearly, see where you can control things, your thoughts, also see where you can't control things, the situation or what other people do, and you can decide how you want to show up to every situation so that you can get the results that you actually want. So next, I'm going to move on to the second R, which is reactions. And the reactions I'm referring to here are the emotions and feelings that you have in your life. And as I mentioned a moment ago, our emotions drive our actions. Everything we do or don't do is to create a feeling or avoid a feeling. I'll probably say that six more times because this is super important because you have to learn how to feel instead of reacting, avoiding, or dulling our emotions. Think about all of the things, think about your life, like really pause for a second and think about how many relationships you've messed up, how many um, opportunities you didn't go after, all because of some emotion you were trying to avoid or something you were trying to get, right? Think of all the times that you reacted and you blew up and you said things you didn't mean to say instead of just allowing yourself to feel an emotion, right? So think of all of the hiding that you've done in your life to avoid or dull out an emotion. I call this buffering. You've heard that on the podcast before, but all of these things that we do like over drinking, overeating, drugs, maybe overworking, watching TV or scrolling social media, all of these things that we do to avoid feeling a feeling. But if we just learn to experience an emotion, if we just learn to allow ourselves to feel the feeling, we can have a completely different experience in life. And before I go into that a little more fully, I want to just pause and point out that life is also 50-50 when it comes to our feelings. Like things will start to get a little bit easier if you don't spend all your time avoiding the negative 50% or thinking that it's always supposed to be good, happy, and easy. Honor the 50-50. Like just acknowledge, like I'm going to think negative thoughts sometimes, probably about half the time. Things aren't going to go the way I want them to, probably about half the time. And nothing has gone wrong here. This is just the nature of the human experience. The physical world is 50% good and 50% not good. And that's just what it is, right? Like this is not the, the land of bliss, the land of milk and hugging, honey, the, the land of things being perfect. That's not the physical realm. That is not the world of form. That is not the human experience. The human experience is 50-50. And the sooner we can get to a place of radical acceptance around that, we can allow the bad, allow the funk. We don't have to make it mean anything. Just allow it, move on, keep living your life, right? And learning how to manage these reactions, being willing to feel your emotions, being willing to feel your feelings, this will change your life. 
You then don't have to try to change all of the people, change the situations, avoid everything in life. You can just allow yourself to feel it. You don't have to be scared of the emotions. Once you really can empower yourself to embrace your reactions, embrace your emotions, embrace your feelings, allow them, you can really transform your life and really embrace this human experience that is 50-50. All right, the next R is relationships. And I'm going to talk about relationships with yourself and others. And I want you to just pause and pay attention here for a second. I want to say something. Relationships are thoughts. Now, you might be thinking, say what? But yes, your relationships with yourself, your coworkers, your spouse, your kids, your best friend, that relationship is just a a compilation of your thoughts. Your relationship is based on the thoughts that you have about yourself or the other person. So if the relationship doesn't have the quality that you'd like for it to have, reflect on your thoughts about the relationship. Many of us spend so much of our life swapping out people in our relationships in an attempt to find happiness, or we constantly try to change or mold ourselves trying to find happiness. But in truth, we need to tune into the thoughts that we're having about ourselves, the thoughts that we're having about others to really see what it is that we're seeking. And when it comes to relationships, most issues are related to one of the following things. We have an instruction manual for how we think other people should behave or ourselves. We have poor boundaries or no boundaries and or we are being an emotional childhood. So I'm going to touch briefly on each of these. Having an instruction manual for how another person should behave, or even ourselves, this looks like wanting someone to be, do, or act a certain way before we can feel good or before we can feel okay, right? And so your instruction manuals might look something like this. I need my husband to remember our anniversary. My my kids should pursue the career path I decide for him. My friends should always be on time and always call me on my birthday, Right, And when these instructions aren't followed, then I'm unhappy, or I think I need to change that person or swap them out for another person in case of friends and spouse. Another issue, like I mentioned, is that of lack of boundaries or poorly executed boundaries. And I'm going to back up and just educate you all on what a boundary actually is, because a lot of times we're actually using a manual when we think we're setting a boundary. So, A boundary is made up of two parts. It's a request and then a consequence if the request isn't followed. And it's important to know like a boundary should be set from a place of love, right? A boundary is not an ultimatum or an attempt to try to control the people in our lives. A boundary is just for our protection. You can think about it like your property boundaries, right? This is where you know that you end and I begin. So a boundary is just for our protection. We just, we make a request and we say, this is what I'm going to do if this request isn't complied with. Again, this is what I'm going to do if my request isn't followed. This isn't about changing you or the other person. Right. So you might make a request to your friend, for example, that's not typically on time. So you might say, this is my request. Please be here by 430. And then you're going to establish the consequence. This is what you're going to do if your friend isn't there by 430. So you might say, if you're not here by 430, I'm going to wait 15 minutes and then I'm going to leave. Right. And so you don't this doesn't have to be um, ugly. It doesn't have to be an argument. It doesn't have to be judgmental or blamey. You're just saying, here's what I'd like. Please be here by 430. If you're not, this is what I'm going to do and move on. 
So another request might be something like, hey, please remain calm and speaking a non-yelling voice when we're communicating. If that doesn't happen, this is the consequence. If you yell, I will end the conversation. So if you're trying to set boundaries to change your loved ones, though, then, like I said, you really have a manual for them. You're saying, this is how you're supposed to act so that I can feel okay. But boundaries just create so much, just create safety and love in a relationship when you just get really clear on both sides. Hey, these are my requests. This is what I'm going to do if it's not complied with. I don't need you to be a different person in order for me to be okay. I can take full responsibility for communicating what it is that I want, and I can take full responsibility for communicating what I'm going to do if my needs aren't being met. Boundaries can be beautiful. And the third issue in relationships is being in emotional childhood. So when we're in emotional childhood, that's when we're blaming other people for how we feel versus emotional adulthood, which is taking responsibility for our feelings. And as you can, as I mentioned in the model earlier, thoughts create our feelings, right? So when we're in emotional adulthood, we just own that like, oh, my thoughts are what creating my feelings, not other people. Other people are just the, a neutral event in our models, right? They're just something that's happening out there. What they say, do, how they behave, how they act, whether they forgot my birthday or anniversary, that is just a neutral event until I have a thought about it. So if I'm having feelings, it's based on my thoughts, not what they did. That's the difference between emotional adulthood and emotional childhood. When we're in emotional childhood, then we give um, other people responsibility and power over our emotions. We are not then taking responsibility. Right. So to survive the human experience, you want to be in emotional adulthood. You are responsible for how you feel, which is fantastic news, because then you don't need anyone or anything to change in order for you to feel the way that you want to feel. You just have to change your thoughts. Right. Just change your thoughts to line them up with something that generates the feeling you're going for. How empowering is that? And finally, when you're in emotional adulthood, you can choose to love without conditions, also known as unconditional love, right? Being in constant and unconditional love is for your sake, not the benefit of anyone else, right? So if you're thinking, I'm punishing somebody by being hateful and angry for something that they did to me, like take a moment to reflect on how that's working for you. You could get to, if you could choose, you get to choose, you do get to choose. How do you want to feel? You can feel any emotion. You get to feel on purpose. What would you want to feel? A lot of times people are going to say, I would love to feel in love all the time, right? And that's a choice that you get to make. So you want to set proper boundaries, drop your manuals and practice loving unconditionally in order to see monumental things happening in your relationships. And the final R of being human is getting results. You achieve your desired results with massive action. Most of us aren't taught this, but you can actually create any result in your life that you really want. All you have to do is figure out what is the result you want? What's the goal in your life that you want? Then identify what do you need to do or stop doing to achieve that goal then figure out what feeling would it take to take those actions? What do you need to be feeling in order to generate the actions to get that result? And then you need to back up and think, what are the thoughts that I need to have to generate that emotion? So this goes back to that first R of the reality of the human experience, which is our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings generate our actions, and those actions give us our results. 
easy peasy, right? (laughs) It just takes a lot of consistent mind management. But once you master that second R, the reactions I talk about, when you learn to manage the emotions that come up, you decide on purpose not to allow those emotions to derail you from your goal. So for example, if you're, if you have a goal to say, write a book, but you find that you're watching TV, scrolling social media, eating bonbons because you feel unmotivated or you feel undisciplined, you can manage your thoughts to get you into that emotion or to get you into the feeling space that generates motivation or discipline. So you can try on some different thoughts. Like what if you were thinking, instead of thinking, this is really hard, I don't have anything important to say. What if you were thinking, this book will change lives? The world needs my words, or I can do hard things. And or you allow the feelings and take action anyway, right? If you feel scared or insecure or anxious, and that's what's creating the avoidant behavior, what if you just allow yourself to feel the discomfort and take action anyway? Like you can be someone who doesn't allow excuses to get in the way of achieving your dreams. You can feel any emotion and it doesn't have to get in the way of doing what you really want to do in this life. You don't have to hide from your life because you're afraid of a feeling. You can handle any emotion. And another helpful tip in achieving your results. So one is you have to learn to master that model we talked about and learn how to manage your emotions and take action fueled from that emotion. And another tip is constrain your goals. Simplify your life so that you can make progress on one goal that you've established before moving on to the next. And also to do that, it will be incredibly important to honor yourself by deciding ahead of time. And then you can use these mind management schools skills that I'm talking about to actually follow through. You just keep taking massive action until you achieve what it is that you want. There really is no such thing as failure if you just keep taking action until you achieve your desired results, right? Perceived failure is just information along the way. You learn so much from what doesn't work. And also, you learn so much about yourself, especially when you work through those stumbles, you work through the perceived failures, and you keep going when you do not give up on yourself. So each of the R's of survival, reality, reactions, relationships, and results, these could have been a six-month course in and of itself, and, and they are. <laughs> but today, I wanted to just share a brief overview of these key components to surviving this wild ride that is the human experience. But if you are ready to master this human experience or you want to take a deep dive into any one of the R's mentioned today, just reach out to me. You can go to jessicasmorrow.com and we can work on getting you from mere survival to mastery. So until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.